Welcome to Event Up, the place where people enthusiastic about events stay in the know on the latest trends within the events industry. Live, hybrid, and virtual experiences. From virtual events to conferences, award galas, and everything in between. Here's your host, Amanda Ma. Hello, welcome to Event Up, the latest and greatest in event industry news, ideas, and topics. In this episode, we'll be discussing the biggest upcoming sporting event in Los Angeles, all things events, and new skills we have gathered from the past two years. Today, I'm joined by Allison Satelli, Vice President, Events and Business Development with Los Angeles Sports and Entertainment Commission. Super excited to have Allison here, and we finally got her into a podcast because she was so busy with Super Bowl. So we said, <laughs> okay, we'll kind of steal her after the Super Bowl, and she won, right? <laughs> so <laughs> there's so much excitement. I was seeing her on all my social media feeds, so I know she was busy. So thank you for making the time to be here today. I'm happy to. Thanks for having me. So Allison, I'm sure a lot of the audience would love to know, how did you get started in this industry? Um, well, I have always loved planning events. I was always in student council and part of like my sorority event team. Um, so when I graduated, I knew that I wanted to go into sports and live events. And I actually started my career at LA Models. Um, didn't love that, but went from modeling business back to sports at uh, Staples Center, where I got to work for um, the building and through AEG and premium seating and sort of sales and service. So now crypto.com arena, but uh, spent three seasons at uh, the building with all the teams and made some great relationships, worked on some amazing um, teams of people. And in that, uh, in that job, I was able to become a part of a networking group that my current company was running. And, and through that, I got to know my current boss, Kathy Schlossman. And when a job opened up on her team, I was able to, to jump in. That was in 2013. So I've been there since then, worked in a number of different positions and roles, but it's it's been great so far. And um, you rattled off a couple of the events we've got coming up. So can't see a better place to work when it comes to sports and live events than LASCC right now. Fantastic, especially with all the recent Super Bowl win. And I think I bet your office is just everybody celebrating. You know, with so many big events and major events that you work on for the city of Los Angeles, trying to attract these, which one is your personal favorite that you championed, you know, at your current position? Uh, you know, the Super Bowl was a big deal. We were putting the bid together for the Super Bowl back in like 2016 and 2017. We started to sort of talk about it. We were actually supposed to have the game in 2021, but because of rain, it got pushed back a year. Um, the stadium wasn't going to be built in time. So what that ended up doing was giving Tampa the opportunity to win at home and giving us the opportunity to win at home, which of course turned out great for everyone. But but yeah, working on the, the bid for the Super Bowl and then seeing it through its completion was definitely a bucket list item for me. So I'm, I'm really pleased with how it turned out, but that was definitely up there. That's a long period of time that you have to wait to see it come to fruition, right? If you're working on it back in, what, 2016, you said? Yeah, you it was know? 2016 or 2017, early in the year. But we worked on that bid a long time ago, secured the event. And then, you know, you plan a little bit, obviously not as intensely as you do in the year, two years out, but you plan a little bit that far uh, in advance. And actually, we've been working on our FIFA World Cup bid 
since 2017 too, like right around that time. So that one will be almost 10, almost 10 years when we um, actually play a game or a match, hopefully here in LA, depending on if we're awarded anything. Got it. I mean, I, I, it just made me realize because as planners, we always live for that moment of unveiling and the event, right? So you're like, yeah, in 10 years, I'm going to see it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's so that's great. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, but kudos to you and your team. There's so much success around it, right? Not only all the experiences, but just the game itself and just all the different activities and events that spark because of this one game. So that's really amazing. You know, especially this is coming, we're still in pandemic, right? But the fact that it's like immediately, we're still at the, I want to say tail end, I hope, of the pandemic, (laughs) right? So they say crisis create opportunity. What were some skills or ideas you guys learned due to the pandemic during this time? Well, you know, you mentioned this a little bit, but the Super Bowl is a lot more than just the one game. It comes with hundreds of ancillary events, not just produced and um, sanctioned by the NFL, but every major brand, celebrities, they all wanna throw parties surrounding the Super Bowl. So uh, it was a little bit of a juggling act, making sure that everybody had all the information that they needed to bring as much business as possible to our region. So finding what venues were still open, who the best point of contact was at each space, working with you know suppliers like, like you guys through our Business Connect program and getting people connected so that we could bring that business that was maybe lost due to the pandemic back to uh, LA County businesses. And so that's a really important piece of the puzzle for us in terms of why we bring the events to LA or why we wanna make sure that these major events come through our region. But you know, it, it was an exercise of patience really and just trying to stay on top of what the rules and regulations were and what we could do to make sure that everybody who came had a, a safe and a healthy experience um, while enjoying all of the excitement that comes with an event like the Super Bowl. So just trying to stay organized, trying to stay positive. We worked a lot remotely. So our team was actually remote the full time almost um, in planning for the Super Bowl. As we got closer, we were you know on site more often and got to be around each other a little bit. But I think we got lucky in that we didn't really experience any major issues. There wasn't you know, some huge outbreak after the, after the game, thank God. And I hope, like you said, we're on the tail end of it, but it's always better to have, as you know, in the events world, contingency plans and backup plans and backup venues and spaces that will accommodate the social distancing and, and outdoors sort of an open air concept with as many venues as possible, but can't, you, you can't always uh, make it work. And in some of those cases, we might've not seen an event come to fruition due to the pandemic, but, but we, logged over 250 events throughout Los Angeles. And I'm sure that there were more that we just didn't catch. So we did the best we could with the, uh, what we had. <laughs> That's incredible, 250. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a ton of events. And I, like I said, I'm sure that that's not all of them. That's what we were able to measure. The ones you knew about. Exactly. And that's a lot in within the spam. You know, it's not like a year. It's literally like within those you know, probably two to three weeks. And I have to say, we were part of the, you know, designated vetted vendors supplier, right? And then it was such an organized process. Like, I really appreciate how Business Connect has the system down, you know, and it was a very vigorous process. So, I mean, we were very proud that we were one of the, out of the 225 Mm -hmm. that were chosen. So it was like, it's something to be proud of. And the fact that the city and 
you know, you guys have initiative like this to support local businesses, especially a business or industry that really was disrupted during the pandemic. That was so valuable. So yeah, we're, thank you guys. I'm so glad that you, you got something from it. It was such an important program for us and the NFL did an incredible job of setting it up. The people who run it from the NFL side, uh, BJ and David Waymer are really, really strong partners and we're going to work with them to continue the program for the rest of the decade and the other major events that are on the horizon. So we're thrilled to, to make that economic impact and the impact of an event like the Super Bowl felt more widely throughout Los Angeles and through company, local companies um, and Angelinos, you know, from our workforce to our business connect suppliers. I think that's what's really important. And what are some of the trends that you're seeing in the event industry coming up? Well, I mean, I think I, I think everybody is still reeling a little bit from how they had to change plans from the pandemic. But certainly, there's you know, from a technology perspective, every time I go to a new event, there's a new way to check in or log in or you know, scan your eyeballs for entrance. So all of the tech that's been added to these spaces, and then you know, I sort of made a joke over the Super Bowl planning period, but the idea of these Instagrammable moments and these. Um, experiential sort of Instagrammable sponsorships. Like I think that that's really changed the way sponsorships are are viewed is they don't just want, people don't just want signage, you know, on the side of a building. They want to do something that people can really interact with and engage with. And it's more, uh, the deliverables are more than just having, like I said, signage or, or assets on a newsletter. It's It's more about how can we engage our brand with the press, how can we get more media mentions, whether it's through presenting a party or presenting an award. And, and we were really thrilled to be able to partner uh, with some different groups on recognizing our legacy organizations that were part of the Super Bowl host committee legacy program champions live here. So as part of the every major event, the host committee is asked to build a legacy program. And for us, that involved um, awarding 56 hyperlocal nonprofit organizations that are doing great work throughout Los Angeles already with grant money, marketing support, and like I started to say, in some cases, additional opportunities through media partners or through um, sponsors that wanted to find ways to recognize those people who are doing that great work too. So sponsorship models have really shifted in the last, I think, decade in, the, in terms of the way that you know I've experienced them, and I think that that's really cool to find new and different ways to partner with brands. Yeah, definitely. Like bringing the brands to life. Like you said, mm -hmm. they don't, don't want to just be another logo with 20 other logos, right? They really want that experience. We work with the Amazon recently too to, for a sponsorship and they wanted to activate, right? They didn't want just a logo on the wall, you know, so I, but it just makes it that much more fun. Right. Mm -hmm. I think for us, sometimes it's like the other way we had to convince the brand, like, don't just give money. Let's do something also interactive, like really fun. Yeah. Right? And it just comes back to like resources and time. But when they finally do make the jump, they will say, wow, you're right. Like, I can see why you say, OK, don't just, you know, give them X amount of dollar, but do that and do this because it's it's a win win and you have an opportunity to kind of introduce the brand or create that additional brand awareness, right? Yeah, it's totally. so, uh, so great to also hear that you guys give back to the community and reinvest it into the, you know, this community here. Yeah, that was really important to us. You know, there are a ton of worthy national organizations that reached out and that have done things in the past with host committees. But for us, it was really important, just like with Business Connect, that we focus on local LA businesses 
And with our legacy program, it was no different. We wanted to focus on recognizing and awarding those groups of nonprofits who are already doing great work throughout the community day in and day out. That's so great to hear. I sit on the board of a few nonprofits. So I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, I need to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> for the <laughs> other opportunity. Yeah. So there's so many great organizations within. And you know, now that we're, I guess since we're in March, what does the rest of 2022 look like for you? Is it more still in person? Is it virtual? Is it hybrid? Right now it's a little, it's hybrid. Um, it's it's a lot of virtual. And I think an interesting, you know, Zoom's been around forever, but it's only since like March 2020 that we've been on so many Zoom calls. But for us, we work with college football playoff who are in Dallas. We work with um the NFL is in New York, Major League Baseball is in New York, the NBA, they're on the East Coast as well in New Jersey, New York. And so we're on calls pretty frequently with people from all over the country and in FIFA's case, all over the world sometimes. So it's been uh, mostly remote in that sense in that we're having a lot more meetings, but they are all virtual. So for the rest of 2022, I mean, we're supporting the Dodgers and all of the great work that they've done in bringing Major League Baseball all-star to life. Um, you know, we were supposed to have that one in 2020 and then it got punted. And luckily we uh, saw MLB and the players resolve the labor uh, dispute. And so we're back on track for uh, July, I believe 19th is the actual game. So we're, we're working really closely with the Dodgers on that. And then, then of course, uh, kicking off 2023 with the college football playoff national championship game. So working on that for the rest of the year too. Fantastic. Good to hear the Dodger resolved it. We have a lot of Dodger fans here. <laughs> yeah. That would be an issue. MLB so. is back on. We're happy about that too. Very good. And then what are, I, I guess, you know, we're already in March, but I always love asking the leadership this. What are some things perhaps you already implemented or you will be implementing to really set your team up for success strategically for the rest of the year? Well, we, um, you know, we're sort of constantly reevaluating. Uh, it, it's sort of the beauty of having a smaller team. And we've actually, we used to be much smaller. We were four people at one time, five people at one time. And now I think we're at like 12 or 13. But what we just had the Super Bowl, we had a massive debrief after that, where we went through essentially everything that went well, everything that went, um, that we would have improved next time, things we would have changed and how we organized things. We ask all of our sort of stakeholders and supporters for their debrief as well. And we compile a huge report on that so that when we do bid for a Super Bowl again in the future or any other event of that scale, we sort of know what to look for and how to how to do a better job next time. So that, I think, is something that's really important that I would imagine most event teams do. But we spent an awful long time doing this this time around. Um, and we, like I said, reassess. We say there's a hole here we need to move this person over to focus a little bit more on this and, and fill this hole and get back on top of certain projects that maybe got delayed because of how busy we are with Super Bowl. And, and so we, we're not reassigning people, but, but we are sort of taking an audit of ourselves and what needs to get done so that we can do um, all of the work that needs to get done to produce a college football playoff and to support the Dodgers and, and all of our other event partners too. It's so important. And really fantastic that you guys take the time to reassess, right? Like for our events, we do a post-event report for the, with the client and for the client, because for us, and we have a lot of repeat clients too, right? You're thinking, what reports do you need? It's the same as last year, but it actually is not, right? And even a fantastic event where you're just thinking, there's nothing else. 
I think for us is about how do we continue to level up, right? And create that surprise and delight or something maybe didn't go as smooth kind of to anticipate that better or plan that better. That's exactly right. I mean, there's always something behind the scenes that maybe the guests or the client didn't notice, but that you as an event professional and um, people on your team might've noticed we like joke about, you know, how the sausage gets made. Not everybody needs to know in the back if people are sort of scrambling for things or um, different deliverables, but as long as the guests have a good experience, that's obviously all that, that really matters. And and taking that and providing feedback to the client and to your team so that you can do a better job next time. That's that's what we focus on in those debriefs too. Our clients are always like, oh, you guys look so calm. I'm yeah. Like, but there's, it's like fire inside. Why do you think we're always drinking cold drinks? Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, you guys help bring in some of the most incredible events to the city of Los Angeles. Why is it important that we have these high profile events to our city? So, I mean, for us, that's the whole mission at the Los Angeles Sports and Entertainment Commission is to attract events to LA um, and to our whole county, really, that are going to bring tourism and therefore positively impact the economy and obviously our community through programs like Business Connect and our workforce that we had for Super Bowl. You know, a lot of people didn't know this, but the workforce that was supporting the NFL and was out at the fan festivals and on the stadium, they were all paid. So it was a great part-time uh, work opportunity for a lot of Angelinos, several thousand. Uh, Business Connect, we touched on that program is really doing incredible work and in engaging event-ready production companies and suppliers from all over the county. And then, like I said before, every event has a legacy component. So we were really lucky to be able to provide uh, opportunities for those 56 organizations, but also to build this leave behind legacy and all of this in partnership with the LA 84 Foundation and the Play Equity Fund. But a mobile play unit uh, was was launched and it's going to be in circulation this summer. And it's it's a great opportunity to bring parks and play and activity to uh, kids in underreached areas that might not have access to local parks. And so that's a legacy of the Super Bowl as well. So when we're thinking about events that come to LA and what they can do for Angelinos, we think, okay, how will this impact the economy through hotel room nights, through visitors coming to the region and eating in our restaurants and taking public transportation and going shopping? And what will that do for local businesses through contracts? And how can we, you know, use the power and the spotlight of an event like the Super Bowl to shine a light on the people and the great work that's already being done in the region? So that's that's really what we look for when we're, we're doing it. You know, many cities have sports commissions and uh, it's a really competitive, it's competitive to get an event like the Super Bowl um, or a World Cup to your, to your region. And we just wanna make sure that we're taking full advantage of all the benefits that an event like that can bring to the city. For the legacy program, how does a nonprofit, is that like, do you submit for it or is just you guys select, pre-select? No, we actually had, um, you know, over a year ago, we had uh, a call for nominations and for nonprofits to submit themselves. And then there was a whole committee that was formed to sort of um, select the ones that would fit best within the initiative that we created, the Champions Live Here program. So that committee worked with, I think they received over 400 nominations and 56 were selected, but each event has sort of a different um, legacy component. As an example, like the college football playoff, they do a lot with local schools, teachers, coaches. And so they have uh, a couple events like an extra yard for teachers 
is the name of their foundation and they'll do a 5k they'll do a summit so they're really focused in the same way the NCAA is on education and um and and like I said each event sort of varies with the Super Bowl we were able to come up with our own criteria and our own um, selection committee etc but we worked really really closely with the NFL foundation on that and they were of course very supportive of what we came up with so awesome love it make taking those of you that are tuning in, if you're a nonprofit, make sure you take notes and look out for more <laughs> opportunities. Um, in addition, is there any other events that are coming up that you're, you guys are working on that we should be on the lookout for? You know, we are working on a couple of bids right now, um, but it's crazy to have gone from, like I told you, I started my career at Staples Center and selling a game for that night or a concert for that night at Staples Center is so much different than working on an event that could be here in 2031. So we're working on a ton of projects right now, you know, ranging in size. I think eventually Los Angeles would love to host another Super Bowl. We had a great time working with the NFL and with all of their partners. And so obviously the, the building you see behind me and my my Zoom background here, it's a, it's a beautiful space, but we're, we're blessed in LA to have crypto.com arena um, you know, the Rose Bowl, the Coliseum, tons of venues that are um, Bank of Cal, Dignity Health, that are, they're just ready to go for whatever events are interested in LA. So our, my job as a business development person is to find those events that could be a good fit and would make an impact here. And so that's really, um, that's really the long and short of it is that's what we're doing is we're always on the lookout. We're always ready to talk to people. Um, but yeah, we, we've got our, our hands full for the next couple of years, at least, which we're really grateful to be able to say. And I have to say there've been so many additional venues, right? To think of, I, I don't even know how you guys did when there, these venues didn't exist, but we're very excited because we're actually working on, we possibly might be going to SoFi for one of our clients' events. Oh, and cool. We, yeah, and it'll be our first time, but we're like, this is great that we get to, you know, experience another new venue. And over the past few years, there have just been so many fantastic venues that are coming up, which is really nice you know, a lot of resources for people that want to bring events to the city of Los Angeles. You know, we always love to ask about pro tips, Allison. So what are some pro tips that you could share with the audience? Uh, specifically in terms of like, if people are interested in getting into this industry, right? So you've been with this one company for a long time. We also mm -hmm. know people like jump around. So, I mean, what is your tip? You obviously are very successful in what you do. Oh, thanks. I mean, I, I am really lucky to have gotten the experience that I had at Staples Center, now crypto.com, and the experience that I've had over the last almost 10 years at LASCC. I've gotten to know so many different people from different venues, teams, leagues. And that's the best advice I can give is to really get to know everybody in the business and to have phone calls and get coffees and see where you can help out and, and support either as a volunteer or on the workforce, um, if it's something like a big event like the Super Bowl. And, and yeah, just to continue to grow that network because that's really how a lot of positions are filled, right? Somebody says they know this person who's done a great job for me as a volunteer or in partnership at this other um, event or through this program. And so I think that growing your network is always the best way to, to do it, but also to you know, maintain your reputation and, and make sure that you're always putting your best foot forward when you do have a chance to get in front of those people that you might want to work for one day. There's a, it's a small, small world here in LA sports, despite the many teams, venues, and, and, you know, media partners that we have here. It's, it's, 
it feels big, but it's actually pretty small. Everybody knows everybody. <laughs> so true. It is a very intimate network. And do you have to be a sports fan to do what you do? No, definitely not. I think what you have to, for me, you know, I'm, I, I like to go to sporting events and I, I'm obviously like a sports fan myself, but I don't necessarily want somebody on my team who's going to be so focused on maybe watching the game and, and not necessarily running the event or watching the players or wanting to support the players at a, a private event and not helping out, you know, I don't know, moving boxes of jerseys or doing whatever needs to be done on event day. Um, so that's really, I, I look for somebody who on my team is going to be a, a positive person and somebody who is going to be helpful and, and proactive and um, is somebody who I want to be moving boxes with at midnight and is going to be good, a, a good team player, not necessarily somebody who cares just about, you know, the Lakers or the Dodgers or whoever their team is. You're right. I always think when I interview a new candidate, I'm like, but I want to sit down and eat with this person. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and if the answer is no, like, why would I be wanting to move boxes within my midnight? You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Because there are but long, three, long days on event yes, day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I remember when we did an event where we actually had the president of the United States at our event and a super intense working with the White House Secret Service. And I just look around my team. I'm like, I love my people. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to not sleep with anybody else. Like, you know, cause literally we're just all sleep deprived, but because, you know, secret service need to do their sweeping and all these things. Right. But it's like, these are fantastic people. And like you said, I a hundred percent agree with you about being the proactive. Right. And then finding ways to kind of weave yourself in there for opportunities. So it's no longer just here. I post my job and I submit a resume. Like how can I never heard back? right? Mm -hmm. It's just mm -hmm. kind of in cyberspace now. So there's so many creative ways to kind of step up, you know, your visibility, right? Yeah. That's awesome. So, you know, I love what you share about the network, you know, and even starting as simple as like volunteer to really get into the industry and just the different capacity in terms of where you can start and how you can start. And my favorite part is you don't have to be a sports fan. So there's diversity nope. in there. <laughs> Uh, what is the best way for the audience to get in touch with you, Allison? Um, I'm on, on LinkedIn. Connect with me on LinkedIn and, and we can go from there. Well, thank you so much, Allison, for joining us today. For yeah. those of you that are tuning in, if you have any questions or if you're interested in, you know, tapping and connecting with Allison, please reach out to her via LinkedIn. We're so gracious for your time, you know, and so excited that Los Angeles continue to be one of those cities that you know, we have people like you and organizations like you that bring all these really exciting events to Los Angeles. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to catch up. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode of Event Up. If your company is looking to level up your event experience, we are your solution. We do all the work. You take all the credit. Give us a call. Don't forget to share and subscribe for more episodes. If you like what you heard today, please share with a friend. We look forward to connecting with you next time. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time on Event Up.